The audience came That's down. somewhere because we're back in the room. That's what it's like. We're not going to call them the new owners anymore Jasmine. because they're just owners. You know, they, they've been here a short space of time ago and they've done a fantastic job, turned things around, um, and it's been a, it's been an interesting ride so far. It's been um, it's been amazing so far. Um, I think we're so far ahead of the curve of what they thought they could achieve in the last couple of years. Um, to get in the Champions League, the season was unbelievable. In my I certainly didn't expect it. I thought maybe finished six or seven would have been very, very good for us, but um, we deserved it. We were that good. Um, and I think, we, it's, I think this season will be a lot harder. We're playing in Europe. Um, we get more injuries. We've got a bigger squad. Um, Chelsea can't be as bad as last year. Liverpool as well. So um, I think it'll be a lot tougher, but I still think we're, we're, we've got enough good players to, to cope with it. I think now it's up to the the club to uh, to push on and, and make us into one of these the, the, the clubs that's always up there, like we like we used to be years ago, now, and, and, and not let us not let us fall fall behind again like we did. What's the hardest thing about adding European football to the Premier League? What was the hardest thing for you? It's just the uh, it's, it's it's travelling really. It's, just, it's the travelling. Um, it's players being injured, players being really. Up. It's, it's um, they play a lot of games. Although they shouldn't play them. I do hate when they moan at playing games. I used to love playing games. Um, more than training, you know, I think you can play more games than training. I think that's the that's the key to it. So they do moan a lot. I must admit, but um, yeah, I, I, you just need a, need a deeper squad. You play so many games, and they're they're, they're very intense games. The Premier League is the best league in the world by a million miles. Hardest league in the world. It's never an easy game, uh, and you're coming off playing European football, so it's it's going to it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot tougher. We, we need to we have got a few injury prone players, and Callum we need him to stay fit because um, he hasn't yet. Uh, but we need him to be as, as fit as possible. We need all our players to say if our players stay fit and we all have all our players fit, then we're a match for anybody. I think. I think with uh, Eddie Howe coming in as well, I think it raised a few eyebrows. I mean, we know that Unai Emery was the, the first choice for the, for the owners at the time, but Eddie Howe's come in and he's, uh, he's grasped his opportunity with both hands, hasn't he? You know what? I, I was one of them that, that raised eyebrows because, you know, he, he'd done really well at Bournemouth, got, got into the Premier League and then went to Burnley. Didn't do so well when he, when he left Bournemouth, came back, sat by Bournemouth. So I, I was probably one of those guys as well that thought, mm. You know, is that just a short-term appointment? But again, I always say about this club, he's got it. He's, he's got the air, he's got what it means to play for Newcastle. And that's what, um, you know, Bobby, Geordie got it, Kevin got it. Um, you know, it's the managers that get the air and get what it's like. And, they, you know, he lives here with his family. And, and I think that's very, very important to the, to the people. And, um, and I think the players that they've brought in, you know, that Dan Ashworth or him or, or combined, their, their players are fitting perfectly well, whatever. Um, and so whoever's chosen the players, for my, my, what I think about a manager or a manager and a, and a team around him is you live and die by the players you buy. You know, he even got most of his players right. And I think if you get most of your players right, you've got half a chance. And you can pick those players that, that are right for your club. You know, I, I think we've had too many players over the years that have come to this club just for the money uh, or just to be in the Premier League and not really asked about Newcastle. Um, 
And I think now Orbán players are actually want to play for Newcastle. Because if you don't sign a best player in Mbappé, you don't want to come, then don't sign him. I think we've got our players that want to, want to play for this football club. And I think we've got them now. From Eddie Howe's perspective, bringing in the first player was always going to be important. Kieran Trippier, what a sign, and he's you know, given him the captaincy. Um, watching him when he was injured last, you know, in, that, in that great escape season where he was on the sidelines, barking instructions to the back four. Um, he's led by example, hasn't he? How important is he? No, he's been brilliant. He's, he's been brilliant sign, I think. Um, I don't think we could have got a better right back than him. Um, again, wants to play for the club, gets the, gets the, gets the area, gets the people. Um, at least, I, I, even I didn't realise how good he was. Do you know what I mean? He could even play a lot for England and got cold water. I didn't realise how good he was. I mean, he, he's, <laughs> he played, and I, that's why he played left back for England. He was just as good there. Um, so I think he's a, it was a great sign for us. And uh, you know, a bit like, you know, not the same thing with Brian Kilkline, but we saw Brian Kilkline. You need, you need that captain, you need that. Um, a lot of the differences that Trippier plays every single game. Right, He's also got to bring, you know, some some great youth in. And how important is that going to be uh, moving forward? We seem to be a club that wasn't attractive to up and coming young players coming in, but now we seem to be able to attract some of the best. And we've, we've signed Jan Kuba Mente uh, this summer. We signed Darren Kowal. Uh, obviously, in the last transfer window, we've got you know we've got others, you know, others who come in who you know, we may not hear about for four or five years. But that and, and add, add that. Lewis Miley and, and, and you know Elliot Anderson's progression. You know, it's Newcastle seems to be a healthier place. Well, you know what's the thing? Well, I said before, I touched on it before. When I first came to this club, when I joined, I was 26. We had Lee Clark, Steve Howie, Robbie Elliott, Steve Watson, Alan, uh, Alan Thompson. We had a great crop of youngsters coming through, and, and since that time, that's well, I don't know what we That's uh, that's, that's a long time ago. I'm not going to say it, hold on. That's a long time ago. And we've had a few come through, Shoulder and, 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 a, and a Stephen Taylor and a few others, but nothing where this club should have players come through year in, year out in the size of this football club. Uh, and we haven't. And we, we, we fell behind, a long way behind. And, and it's great as buying these uh, young players, but it's still going to take you. You need to get your academy as doctor. I mean, I visited the academy my son last year. And, uh, it's getting better, but it's it's going to take time for us to you know, get the, the youngsters back in. No amount of money is going to do it. It's just time and running it properly. And um, you know, as you say, Elliot Anderson, I think, was a, uh, an unbelievable talent. I think he's, he's one of these. I've always said about midfielders, and even our midfielders, I've always critical on that. They, they, what I used to do, I used to just basically the wall beer beers and run in the box. But no, no, because we've got academies now, they want to, they want to touch, they want to play, and you know, you don't give the ball away. No midfielders want to run in the box. And I saw his goal the other day, I can't remember it was against, he ran and he got himself in the box. And I think we, what, we, what we have liked and what we have in midfield we do like is someone who can score goals. Uh, who gets in the box late and he scores goals. You know, uh, you know Frank Lampard was probably one of the best at it. Um, and, I, and I think, yeah, those sort of midfield players, nobody wants to do it, and it looks like he wants to do it. You know, running the box without the ball. All the players want to tippy-tap it, I'll get a touch and I'll pass it in, I'll do that, and I'll, I'll get my, my, uh, my rate up when I'm passing the ball, my percentage rate, and I'm not giving the ball away. But 
you know, you, you, to get to get goals, you have to get in the box. And I think he, that he, he kind of looks like he wants to get in the box and wants to score goals. And I think with lack of that, it wouldn't surprise him if he, if he starts the season. I was going to ask you that question. Um, I mean, let's have a show of hands. How many people think Elliot Anderson deserves to start the first game of the season? Wow. Wow. He's had, he has had a good pre-season. And, you know, when you think about it, you play your best players, don't you? You don't always know. Not if you're Rude Hullard. You should be. You should be. Regardless of your age, or if you, if you have a good pre-season, which he's had a brilliant pre-season, you know, Eddie Howe's come out he was the fittest in all the tests, he played well in the game, he scored goals, then start him. Start him. I don't know why, why, why are we waiting for him, why, you know, Jude Bellingham was playing at 16, whatever he is now, so why are we waiting? Is, is that good? Is, is playing better than the other midfielders? Play him. And I think it, it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he starts this season. I hope he does, because he deserves to start this Okay, good stuff. Um, that's enough from me. Let's have some questions from you. You must have a question you want to ask Rob. Uh, don't be shy. The first person puts a hand up, you usually get a few. So, anybody want to be the first person to ask a question? Yes, mate. Can you just sort of give a bit of an insight there? I've always thought, with your knowledge of the game, the way you played, you, you'd make a fantastic manager. I just wondered if you ever looked at it or, or dabbled with it. You know what? I, I went for the. Um can you believe it? I went for the Bournemouth job just after I retired and um, my experience put me right off. I put a CV in, got an interview with Bournemouth, there was three of us in for it. There was myself, there was Les Ferdinand, I saw it. As I went in, he came out. <laughs> <laughs> As he came out, I went, Les, let it go. Went, yeah, all right, yeah. And there was Kevin Bond and I thought, well, if I don't get it, Les will get it. Uh, and then Kevin Bond got it. And I found out years later that, that Harry Redknapp paid his wages, so <laughs> it's all like it put, uh, <laughs> put a little down on it for me for, um, for going into. Uh, and the only other time I was going to come back was when Alan was going to take over after we got relegated. Um, he was bringing me, bringing me in with him after that. Uh, he shook hands with Mike Ashley on, uh, and unfortunately, then Mike Ashley remained on the whole deal. So, um, but no, I, I, I think. Um, I, I thought about it for, for a while and then I thought it's not for me sort of thing. I would have, I would have come in as an as assistant to Alan uh, when he was manager of that sort of thing. But um, I, prefer, I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching my, my boys play, which I wouldn't have been able to do uh, if I'd become manager. It's, it's, all, it's all consuming. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and, and you know my two lads were playing football and. and and I, and I enjoy watching them play, so um, as much as I talk, I, I, I do miss football and I do miss the day-to-day banter of being around a dressing room and, and um, I still manage to, to uh, keep the ear to ground and keep watching the players. I, I like watching um, youngsters come through, I like, I like seeing them come through, I like seeing them develop because that's what I watch really with my lads. And I watch a lot of, I don't know what everyone else feels the same, but Premier League, when I played, I thought it was exciting. I thought we, and I look at some games now, I think, do I want to watch that game? You know, do I really want to watch that? I like watching Man City, I like watching. But for me, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, it seems to be more, let's not get beat. Let's put our players here so we won't get beat. We'll go for a nil-nil. And, and, and you know, when I played Keegan, it was 
we never change our tactics, we never we just attack people. Um, and, I, and I think it's this was lost a little bit about that, you know, certainly in VAR, I fucking hate VAR. So I watch now my son plays for Wrexham and my son's have played in the lower league and it's, it's like the old days because you can kick and you can elbow and VAR. <laughs> big tackles going in and I, I prefer watching that sometimes than watching you know someone's youngster I mean I don't think by an age score a goal you got to wait. I hate that. Imagine I'm assuming like that. Maybe he'd be waiting around for two minutes with his arm in the air and then <laughs> So yeah I just I, I think the ARs going into this technical thing and all the coaches they I just love to see them just go and they don't I don't understand why they don't do it for their jobs on the line and all this sort of thing, but I just want as King said many it's an entertainment, you know what I mean? And, uh, I'm not entertained really a lot of the time by the by the Premier League, so um, if I if I'd have been a manager I'd probably been sacked in a few weeks. <laughs> 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 I'd have played like King and so uh, <laughs> Good question. Okay, next question. Yes, Neil. Well, so two Yeah, go for it. The first one, um Alan St. Maxon's departure. Thoughts on the second one. If it wasn't football, what other sport would it be? Good question. Um, was, do you know what? I, I think under the Ashley era, he was our, our shining light. He was the one that got bums off seats and, and still does. I always said, and I, and I still maintain what I said, that, that for somebody of his ability, great to watch, didn't score enough, didn't create enough. Certainly didn't run back, you know, Ginola didn't run back, but at least he, he scored a correct shit like the goals. Um, so, I, so for me, for him going and replacing with Harvey Barnes, I like Harvey Barnes. I think he'll, he'll, he'll like it here as well. People and the fans will love it because he will work his nuts off and he'll score goals. Um, and that's, I think that's, so yeah, I'm disappointed to see him go, so I like fair players and all that, but I didn't like playing with fair players, they were a fucking pain in the arse. <laughs> I remember when Ginola was here, when Ginola first arrived, Scott Sellers was playing left wing for us, and he said this Ginola turned up, didn't know who he was, and we played, um, we played a game against the reserves, and Scott Sellers was in the reserves, Ginola was playing left wing for us, and, and playing against reserves. When you play against reserves, they try to find themselves. So, first time playing against reserves, and Bez is sort of like getting absolutely asshole by the right wing on the right. <laughs> We're getting beat 1-0 and I'm fucking going mad, you know, absolutely mad. And two seconds later, he's got the ball, he's dribbled past a couple of people, he's whipped in the top corner. And I just remember walking back, just chucking to yourself, and I went past Scott Sellers, and Scott Sellers went, well, that's me fucking him. <laughs> 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 but, well, it's no. <laughs> uh, what was the other question? So if it wasn't football? Well, it wasn't football. Um, do you know what, I really... I, I like golf now. I wouldn't, I, other, other sports, you know, Steve was talking about cricket, I ain't fucking cricket. <laughs> Good win to deal with balls. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't interest me at all. And I know quite a lot of cricketers, and we used to train at um, Chesley Street, and um, so I, I didn't like that sport. I didn't, I didn't like rugby. I was watching a bit of Gaelic football the other day, I didn't have a fucking clue what they <laughs> So football was my only sport, really, but golf I really like. When I first came to Newcastle, I didn't play golf. And Keegan forced us to play golf, so he used to take it because he loved golf. Him, Ginola, Al, you know, they all loved golf, so he used to take us away. Why don't play golf? Well, you've got to come. So I thought, fuck it, I might as well play golf. And, uh, and, I, and I, 
I really like it now. That's the sort of sport I and I like watching it on telly. And, um, what play that? I play on twelve now. Banded. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve-ish. Way more bangers out. Good question, Nick. Anybody else? Yes. Uh, which of the current team would you have most wanted to play with? Which of the current, which of the current Newcastle team would you have most wanted to play with? Your time? Oh, well, what sport player? Yeah. Oh, um. I, I, you know what? I, I, I get asked all the time. Like, it was quite easy when I used to get asked, but you know. How many of the team were getting you in the entertainers? And I always just say, fucking none of them. <laughs> none of them. Uh, but now, we've got a team and I'm thinking, oh, hang on. There's a thing, you know, Bruno, I, I love Bruno. I don't want him to take my place, so. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Trippier, I think, you know, I, I think again, Trippier will get it, but yeah, no disrespect to Warren and Watson, but he's, he's so player, you know. So I, I think playing with him would have been, bombing up and down would have been good. Uh, Isaac, I really like, you know, um, I always thought Callum Wilson was our, our top striker, but I think, I think Isaac would start before him this season. And right inside the way he played, uh, if he can keep himself fit, then I, uh, I think it'd be, again, I'm looking forward to seeing Harvey Barnes. I think he's a, he's going to be a top player. And John Linton, as much as I gave him shitload of stick. We all did. When he was in Newcastle number nine. Um, do we ever go in that shit? Yeah, he's shot. But, um, Playing with him would have been amazing because he's, he's, he's a giant, isn't he? I mean, he's, remember me and David Batty used to play against Bloody Pierre and um, God, what's his name at Arsenal as well? Petit. Petit. Yeah, they were six foot three and like that. Uh, Skulls and Skulls and Keen were right, they're the same size. I think people must look at him and think, fuck me, he's massive. <laughs> he's huge, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'd love to play with him as well. But there's a, there's a few now that I think would. Um, been pushing the entertainers now. Okay. Come to you first, then you. Um, what advice did you give both your sons when they were wanting to get into professional football? But my, my only advice, and I still give them now, is, is enjoy it. I said, I said to him when they started, I said, whatever level you play at, just enjoy playing football. Because I said, it goes quick. It fucking goes quick. You know, I said before I end up, you know, we win the league next year, we win the next year. The years run out and they, they go so quick, you know what I mean? And I always said to them, just listen, what, no matter what level you play at, um, Premier League, you know, whether it's, it's the National League, enjoy playing football. Um, uh, and, I, and I've always encouraged my lads that are not playing in the team, as, as Elliot wasn't at Luton, go on loan just to play, you know, to be on loan for five, six times. That's me telling them to go on loan and play because I said, eventually you'll get to my age, you won't have fucking play, and you'll miss it. So I said, there's no point sitting on the bench and doing, picking up your money and doing nothing. You might as well go and play football, and that's what I've always, I've always told them to do, you know, so. Okay, yes, Nick? Yeah, it's a question I've seen a couple of online like, former entertainer players, you know, and it's a benefit of hindsight, going back to that Keegan season where we nearly won it. Um, do you think if anything has changed tactically with these training methods, anything like that, would it make a difference? Would you have liked to change it? I know Bez says he wouldn't change anything for the world because he loved going to the training every day, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I wouldn't have changed anything at all. You know, I, I, this is a genuine question. If, if I could have played, you know, like Watford and booming forward and, and win the league, 
or play five years like we played for Keegan, uh, I genuinely wouldn't have taken the medal, I would have played. Uh, that's an honest answer, because people still come to us now, they talk about the time, we didn't win anything. People still know that we finished second. They know us both, probably Man United finished first, you know. It's, it's, and it, that's because of the way we play football. You know, you still, I still get people come all the time, wow, the way you just play. I love watching you, you're a favourite second team of, of everybody. And um, I think that's not easy to do. That's, that's not easy to do. And, um, and Bez is right, the way we trained, you know, it's, honestly, it was five years of just playing with your mates and coming in playing at tennis, playing a fire side. Then playing in front of 30,000 people on a Saturday, usually winning, then going out and having a piss up, and then doing it again on the following Tuesday. And it, was just, it was an amazing, you know, amazing time. You know, for them five years, you think, wow, that was just so, so good. And playing with my idol and him playing, you no, know, they always say, never met your idol and, and because it let you down. And, and I met Kevin, and, and you stick with your idol on a pedestal, and he was everything I thought we would be. And he played football the way I wanted to play football. Um, you know, I remember Matt Latizia. Matt Latizia was Glenn Hoddle was, you know, Hoddle was Matt Latizia. They fucking hated each other. So I played for my idol, which are, you know, had pictures on my wall. I played for a club like Newcastle United for 10 years. Um, okay, didn't win anything, but we had a good time doing it. And I loved it. Okay, next question. Yes, mate. So one um, area I want to talk about much is your England career. Like, what, how do you look back on your time with, with England? Do you have sort of overall, like, because I suppose during that time, um, know, there was some good parts, but you also get like, a lot of sort of bitterness of, of some players. But looking back on an England career, like you have Gerard and Ferdinand and all that, I've got a few regrets. I don't know how you feel about your career. You don't regret, really. No regret. I, 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 I didn't. I, I remember Demi until I was 28, which is late. I didn't come here until I was just turned 26. So, gone from playing rather than child in 80 months, 20 years, to playing for England. So, I loved every minute of it. You know, players that maybe start 17 get it fed up with it. I, I loved every minute of it. The, the only thing that I, I think I, the Euro 96, I, I, I got left out of the squad. I, that was my sort of like time, if you like. That was when I was at my peak. We just lost the. Championship to Man United, and, uh, and that was a big blow. And then fucking Terrell was said you're not in the squad. But Jamie Redden actually better looking than you, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> I think it was a football fucking turn. But, um, no, I, and I think I should have been in in, in that era of '96. You know, um, that's what I. That's why I only really not regret the thing that I. I should. I. That was my opinion because I played a lot. Of, because it was in the. I didn't play like near the. Um, and we had no qualifying games because we were all the we were host nations, so I was playing a lot of international school. When David Platt wasn't playing, he was even the captain. Unfortunately, he was in my position, he was a pain in the arse. And then Gaza as well. But I think behind them two, uh, even at the time, I think I was big-headed. I think I was as good as fucking David Platt. Certainly not Gaza, but I was, I was a similar sort of player to play, but I used to get in the box and score goals, and, and he wasn't going for a great time at the time. So, I just think that um, 96 was my, I was the right age, was my sort of like, uh, um, it wasn't to be unfortunately, but there you go. And no regrets, no, I, I love playing for England and, and you know, it's just a great start. I always, you know, I, you know, I look at young players now and you think, well, 
mulle vaikka mulle kukkulle maksimuusai, vaan vaan miljoonero, miljoonero, alueen paikkoja. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to do money, not to do anything. I wanted to play ring and uh, I wanted to play Wembley and I wanted to score. As, as if, if you do it as kids, when you've got your jumpers with goal posts and stuff, and, and, and I managed to do it all. I've I done, done all those things, so um, I've certainly got no regrets. Okay, next question. Yes, Nick. What, what was your highest and your lowest points in your playing career? Not just for Newcastle, in your playing career. Um, Lois was fucking rude, Hullet. <laughs> 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 right, yeah, that was the lowest point I've ever been in. At any club, at any, any time at all, it was rude, Hullet. Uh, <laughs> that, that, uh, that year with him was an absolute nightmare. Um, high, I said the highest point was, uh, was Kevin King, was playing for Kevin, playing those five years when the club were, went from nowhere. Within the space of like two years, we were challenging Man United for, for titles, and um, I think for some for a club to do that, that you know, that, that, in that short space of time was always an amazing. I said those five years, I wouldn't, I wouldn't swap the five years. I can't. You know, I enjoyed my time with Bobby. I had a great time with Bobby. Even Kenny, I enjoyed with Kenny. Um, most of the time, I enjoyed it up here. But uh, the five years with Kevin was just, just seemed to be on a roller coaster, just going, it was just going up. No, no, and uh, I certainly wouldn't miss that for the world. So it's um, yeah, those are I've my best years at Newcastle. That, that's you know, I was even twenty six to thirty six, so like ten years of um, great, great times. Okay. Next question. Yes. What's your favourite? What's your favourite goal you scored for Newcastle? Any favourite match? Well, if you're talking about me personally, yeah. personally, Antwerp away was was my favourite match. You know, scoring three goals in Europe and then three headers and um, was, was an amazing achievement to do. Um, I think the header at Wembley was favourite favourite goal. Although it wasn't the best goal, it was the favourite goal. I think, you know, it's been positive. Uh, best goal was probably Coventry away when I uh, when I saved shape in I remember doing it and I think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm surely he's seen him, he's rolled down, he's gone round and I put it in there and I've been running the lines man. I mean, what am I going to fucking say? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember running over, he can't allow that, and he's like, why? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> all run over there, all run over there, all stop him. Somebody like that who's going to get you, you know, he gets yeah. 35 goals for Spurs. Or, 
nowhere near as good as us, you know what I mean? So I think you got him in up front and scoring a third goal. You know, I'll be over injured as well, so uh, I think he would be an amazing sign, but uh, I'm sure we won't get him. Got 15 minutes left, so thank you time for questions. Anybody got one? Yes. As I said before, it's brilliant. He was um, he's a breath of fresh air when he came in. Um, strange, you know, didn't know people's names, and <laughs> you know, he get all sorts of names wrong, and, and called Speedo Speedy, called uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cold Cork. He's <laughs> <laughs> not very politically correct these days, but yeah, he was apparently he's allowed to do it. <laughs> he was just, uh, but everyone, as I said before. You'd never get annoyed with him, man. And he had this, um, he, he brought in like a bit of discipline. And it's really hard to be disciplined by Bobby. It's, again, it's like your granddad coming in. But we'd all like, we'd have tables like this in the, in the, in the, in the restaurant for lunch. And we couldn't leave until Bobby had finished his lunch. So obviously he'd stroll in, we're all sort of like in jeans and then strolling in his suit, macking his suit, and he'd put his little thing up on his, like your old granddad <laughs> used to do, and he'd do What we got, a suit, superstar, so have his suit. And down his top. <laughs> <laughs> we're all finished, we're all finished, so now we're all waiting. I mean, he's, I mean, we've done it deliberately. We've done it deliberately, so take his time. Oh, that was lovely, that was lovely, that. Ain't, 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 ain't so lovely, that was. What's, 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 what's the lunch? Oh, chicken and, and tiger and okay, so get his. Yeah, like that, like that. Fuck's sake, It's all that bang on tables now. He knew we were doing it. He's like, Lovely this and this and lovely. Can't let mixed words worth nothing. Lovely this and this and this. And we have sweet as well. And think, fucking, is that sweet now? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it made us wait there for like, it must be an hour and a half. Wait, and the only thing that was a cup of coffee. And we're, we're going mad, we all want to get home. And, uh, and, and then we said, right, you can go now, lads. Like, all the chairs would go up. And <laughs> but he done it, it deliberately. It was a, he had a, a great way of getting all the lads together. and. Uh, uh, he's had a great way of age, he was, he, was a, he was a really, really a nice guy, but, but loved football, loved the area, loved football, and uh, whatever, whatever he did was all about football. You know. was, I remember, remember <laughs> we went away to, um, uh, we went to Trinidad and Tobago uh, on an end of season tour, so not that I wasn't playing for England anymore, and I think Alan was, was playing, and he came, and I was a captain. Uh, and he came to me, I remember he always remember coming to the airport. He said, son, he said, they fucked up the flights, the tickets, fucked it all up, man. I said, what? I said, what's happening, Gabby? He said, well, we've only got six club class tickets for all the lads. He said, the rest are all in the economy. He said, what do you, what do you reckon? I said, what are you thinking, Gabby? He said, I'm thinking, senior players of me, you know? <laughs> and I said, I totally agree with you. <laughs> we, were, we were six of singing. <laughs> we were in club club and passing the beers back to the lads. <laughs> but he was, he was brilliant. Going, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Kathy. Yeah, yeah. All right, son. <laughs> brilliant guy, I loved him. Great stuff. Anybody else? Yes, man. Any, um, during the room. Did any other clubs come in here? Yeah, I think he, he told me about um, he tried to pop me off the walls and burn me. I just signed a three year contract so, um, under Kenny, so I was sort of like, yeah, I was falling inside, I really was. But um, they're the only ones he, he 
Trevor Francis at Birmingham, I can't remember if it was at Wolves, but. Uh, and then the only other time was Leicester, Peter Taylor was at Leicester, and he rang me up, uh, that guy there. But I, I didn't want to leave. And I, 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 I sort of like knew if I held out for a year. I mean, the Sunderland game was the pivotal game because I think myself and Alan would both be gone if he was third uh, beat Sunderland. Um, it, was, it was that close, I think. But the minute he'd come down and lost the game, then. And I just, I had a feeling he wouldn't be there long. And, you know, I thought I just got part of it for a. It wasn't easy at times. I came, I came back, we played in cup final. Lost the cup final, came back, and he didn't give me a shirt. He didn't tell me himself. He got me, he got Graham Courtney, who was the press officer, to tell me I got a shirt. Um, then he, he wanted me to come in for training. So it was me, Stuart Pierce, John Barnes. Don't, don't want him in training, don't want him in training. Uh, so it's got, you've got Steve Clark to tell us that. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, he hated confrontation, he wouldn't, he wouldn't confront you. Um, I mean, as me and Stuart Pierce, that pre-season, we was, honestly, we had bikes. And he said, you can either go, you know, go home or train with the youth team. So we trained, me and Stuart Pierce trained with the youth team. We had, most of the time, we had, with Tommy Craig was the, the reserve team, youth team maker. So obviously, he said, some of the times we were just going around bike riding around Chesley Street and having ice creams and stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was absolute mad. And then he said, to, then he said oh, I don't want to come in at all. So we used to go over with Peter Beers and train up the, with the kids. Uh, and that went on for, uh, until, he, until he went. The day before he went, Steve Clark called me. He said, can you play Saturday? I said, who we got? I didn't have a clue. Man United away, I said, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up, end up playing, I ended up playing the game, yeah. So I, 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 played, I got in on the Tuesday, back with the team, and, and played on the Saturday. I'm brilliant, but we five on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody else? Yes? Just on Ruth Hill, we'll talk square with that. You're not the only player that has sort of bad things to say about Ruth Hill, but it's time at Newcastle. Yeah, we've reached a FA Cup final, and you're like, how does, how does that like, sort of happen with such an unpopular man? Well, well, again, I think he had good players. I mean, it's it only playing me because. He didn't play me in the middle, he was playing me right wing. You know, I, was, I was 34, you know, 35. He was playing me on the right wing because he had nobody else to play. Because uh, people were rather cup tied, injured, so there had no one else to play. Even a cup final, I didn't think I was playing the cup final. I thought, there's no way he's going to put me in the cup. But he had no one else. Mm. And that was when uh, Didier Marm came off it. He hated him as well. He came off at half time. <laughs> you know, uh, might be before half time, he said, not going back on. So it's, it was, yeah, we just had, sometimes if you've got good players, you're, you're, you're pretty lucky, you know. And, and we had players that wanted to play Newcastle, but not for him, really. Mm. Okay. Anybody else? Yes, mate? Who was the, the best player you played against, in your opinion? Uh, I, I played against Inazine Zidane, Juventus. Uh, ridiculous, yeah, man. He was like, like I said, he was, I didn't realise he was like six foot two. He was quick. He had great skills. Like he was, I think we were three 0 down after about ten minutes. Uh, it was in their hundred. Uh, it was only a centenary game. We weren't playing their centenary game. Hundred years of Juventus. So um, managed to draw three all in the end. But he was, yeah, it was ridiculous. And then, then playing against Gazza, you know, when he was his blonde was a ridiculous. You know, that was. Uh, he, he was very. But there's, there's so many good players that I played against. That it's uh, very lucky. With it. Yes. Who's the best player that you played 
As he is. Uh, <laughs> again, Gaza was ridiculously good, uh, amazingly good. So such a talented. You know, you wouldn't want to be him for too long. But uh, when he's on the football pitch, I remember I was playing with him. I can't remember the game. It was only my second or third game. I was playing in midfield and with Gaza, and he was he was in one of those moods where he was like loving football and loving his life and. We were winning, we winning 2 1 in the last 15 minutes. Terror was screaming at me, keep Gaza next year, keep Gaza next year. And he's over there, he's like in the fucking corner over there, and he's running over there. And I remember terrible. We won 2 1 in the end, and he said, Rob, I told you to keep Gaza next year. I said, fucking hell. I said, I said, you try and fucking keep him. <laughs> he'd run all over the run all over the place. He was mad, but he was, uh, he was some player. He was some player. Yeah, and then you met. Asked this question, but not be slow. I was going to ask you, um, what, who's the most surprising player that you kind of, you like, in training, you think you weren't expecting to be like that, and, uh, and sort of, sort of, yeah, surprised? Good or bad? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, both, I suppose, but good as well as me, but yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, well, I didn't realise, again, do you know, I didn't realise how good he was. I didn't know anything about him. Uh, he looked really good. Uh, he looked too good looking to be a footballer. Um, and, but he was, you know, in training, he was ridiculous. Um, absolutely. Tino, again, I didn't, I didn't know much about Tino. I didn't know interest in the Italian. I'd heard of him, but never. Uh, but some of the things, some of the things they did in training, you know, was was ridiculous. You know, wow, has he done that? In other days, you think, fucking, has he done that? <laughs> you know, if it's raining and they've both come out, they've got their gloves on, they've got their. Honestly, actually, like Michelin men, they run like that, they're freezing cold, and then you've got them on your team, you're going to get fucking beat. And then if the sun's out, and they're oh, we're playing Man United on Saturday, oh yeah, they're brilliant. Um, so yeah, there was, there was a lot. I mean, the, the nicest guy that I, I, I met him, but, um, Kenny signed Des Hamilton. Remember Des Hamilton? Yeah. Lovely guy. Really, really nice guy. Not a good footballer. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we used to play pranks on each other at, at, at the castle. And he came in, and, and remember, it's his first or second day. And I was, I was injured, and I still regret to the day what I did to him. But I, I, I was injured, and then, um, and Alan came in, and he had this white top on, and it's like a culture, culture cabana top, you know, costume fortune. But it looked like an England top. Like blue stripes here, and he said, oh, I fucking paid loads for this, look at this, fellow. Yeah, that's good, yeah. So I'll put his top on there, and he went out to train, and Des was like coming in, and because he was having fitness tests, and I'm on the bed. So I got, I got Alan's top, and I went to Des, I'm Des, can you sign this England top for us? <laughs> 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 uh, I still regret it now, so. <laughs> 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 He's only second day. <laughs> so he. He signed Desmond on the top and I just put it back on Alan's face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Alan doesn't take, does, doesn't take tricks very well at all. Um, so he, I just I'm, I'm, I'm now like school kid waiting for Alan to come in because he's going to go fucking mad. <laughs> so Alan's got change and he's fucking all nice and giving it all the big one and he's got his top. Who the fuck knows my number? 
No, so what it, it says there's Amber. <laughs> <laughs> right, Alan, Alan, honestly, his only, his only trick to getting you back was he used, what he used to do, he used to cut your, he used to cut your jeans, scissors, cut his tops, cut your trainers, and that's the only thing, he had, no, he had no imagination, that's all he used to do. So I just remember there's Amber coming out on his second day out of the training ground, he looked like Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you slowly question it? Yeah, um, it was, um, was there a player that you felt never, re never reached their full potential? Um, yeah, I, I would say Steve Watson was, when I got to the football club, Steve Watson was, um, fucking he could play anywhere, he was like a, a specimen. I've never told him actually, I'm actually good friends with him. <laughs> I've never said any of you, never made sure potential, but I think he knows. He, he was so good, you know what I mean? Maybe he didn't take football quite as seriously as he should have done. Uh, but he had everything. You know, he was quick. He, the goal he scored against Liverpool in the cup. Yeah. Time, he played up front. He yeah. played set forward, you know what I mean? He could play anywhere. Not always well, but he could, <laughs> but he could play anywhere. He played right back, played left back, played centre back. I think goal for once, I mean. Um, and he was just. Talented, and I found him really difficult to play against, but he went wherever he went. Villa, he was just a, such a talented, strong, quick. Um, yeah, so I, I think he should have he should have played for England. I, mean, I, I think he was he was that good, but maybe he didn't take the game quite as seriously as he should have done. But again, great guy, I like, still see him now, uh, get on great with him. But yeah, maybe him, the talent he had, the ability. Yeah. Okay, we'll finish off. Well, just by looking ahead to this season, how do you see Newcastle United doing? I mean, still take it saying that there's in the transfer window, but if this was the squad we started the season with, where do you think Newcastle would finish? As I said, I think it'd be more difficult. Um, I don't see Ryan with confidence in the top four again, but it's going to be a lot tougher. Mm. Uh, Liverpool will be better. Chelsea and Pochettino are going to be better. Um, Arsenal will be good again. We've got Declan Rice now, so Man City will be the Man City. United, I think, are going to be good as well. So it's going to be, we'll certainly be in the, in the top six. Um, and it's how we do against the teams that the, I, I think the players we've signed, the players we've got at this club, uh, if I, I would be too disappointed, I would be scared if we're going as we are now. We've got, um, if everyone's fit, and I hope they all are, and so we've got some good youngsters coming through, then we're as good as anybody when everyone's fit. And uh, just be interesting to see who he picked for the first, as I said, who he picked for the first game. Does he play Isaac? Does he play Wilson? I think again, Isaac. Harvey Barnes will play. Um, again, I'd like to see play uh, Anderson. I think if he does well, we could have a superstar on our hands. I really do. Um, but he's got to play, he's got to have the balls to play, which I think he has. Um, I think at the back was solid. We, we, we don't let too many goals in. We've got a great goalkeeper. So um, I, don't, I don't see too many weaknesses. It's just um, it just be how long the season is playing all those games. Um, but I'm sure he's got his eye on a couple of players to uh, to bring in before it starts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure spending time with you. Really Thank you.